This portion of Riders Radio Theatre is brought to you by the Cactus Pair, recognized by Cincinnati Magazine and a two-star mobile guide winner for Southwestern and Tex-Mex cuisine, including steaks, pasta, and ribs. Cactus Pair, located in Madeira, 271-5225. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Donald Voorhees inviting you to join me and welcome in the new year with an evening of synthesized accordion music featuring the Philadelphia Polyester Ensemble. We begin tonight's holiday program with Mylar Lucite's Immortal Old. We interrupt this program to bring you the following harmonic coyote howl. Riders Radio Theater, the New Year's Eve special is on the air. It's the riders on the radio. Gonna have a big New Year's show. Come on, partner, saddle up and go. Yodelay, yodelay, yeah. We'll celebrate until the break of day. Bringing the New Year's Eve cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope. Yes, partners, it's time to ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, riders in the sky. To Slim, the man of many hats. Happy New Year! Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spinner inviting you to join us for a thrilling New Year's Eve program of high yodeling adventure. We're going to ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're going to hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Oh, 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 lady, you, every buck the red and buck the blue. Happy New Year just for you, with riders in the sky. So come on and let's ride. And now with a 2,247th appearance of their all-anxiety career, here are Riders in the Sky. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes, Riders in the Sky. Glad to be here. We got a plenty big show for you here this New Year's Eve, so I'm going to simply say to Slim, Ranger Doug, and Woody Paul, our Riders in the Sky, featuring Joey, the Cowpolka King, leader of our orchestra. And Joey has written a Cowboys New Year's Day song for us right here and now. It's called I Dreamed I Was There in Hangover Heaven. <laughs> no, that's tomorrow's song. Oh, tomorrow's Tonight, song. it's the Cowboys Christmas, New Year's Day, whatever. Are you ready, Joey? I want two, three. It's the first of January. There's a brand new year in store. Time to keep those resolutions nailed to the bunkhouse door. While the sun lights up the meadow and it shines upon the snow, it's a new day on the prairie, 364 to go. I'm riding high in the saddle, no place I'd rather be than spending New Year's Day with cattle far as I can see. And tonight around the campfire, I'll find a star and say, I want to be a cowboy, cause that's the cowboy way.
high in the saddle, no place I'd rather be than spending New Year's Day with cattle far as I can see. Tonight around the campfire, I'll find a star and say, I want to be a cowboy for a hundred New Year's Day. I'm glad that I'm a cowboy, cause it's the right after these few words from a longtime sponsor. Mumps, howdy camp cooks and party planners. This here's gourmet cooking expert side meat. Got a big holiday conclave coming up? Well, scrimp on the meat. Go with the cheapest wine in town, but for Pete's sake, don't shortchange your outfit on the beans. Go with the brand you know and trust, Earthquake Beans. Yep, earthquake beans. A tradition since 1906. Whether you're looking for a minor tremor in the 2.5 range, a family pleaser around 5.8, or a major catastrophic eight-pointer capable of leveling an office building. Earthquake beans has a meal for you. Get on down to your local mercantile and stock up. Only $9.99 a case. I swear by them, and you will, too. Earthquake beans. A lot more than just a cheap joke. That's Earthquake Beans. Not available in California. And now back to the Riders Radio Theater New Year's Eve show. Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, a special presentation of the exciting New Year's Eve melodrama, Bean Bowl Serenade. As faithful listeners are no doubt aware, one of the most eagerly awaited days of the year in Tumbleweed Valley is New Year's Eve. All day long, there are lots of friends dropping by and a real festive feeling in the air. But the real celebration is saved for the evening and the kickoff of the Barbed Wire Conference Football Championship. Yes, Pasadena has the Rose Bowl, New Orleans the Sugar Bowl, and Miami the Orange Bowl, but Tumbleweed Valley has the Bean Bowl. And that's where everybody goes on New Year's Eve, including riders in the sky, who at this moment are in their home on the range preparing to do just that. Side me, are you about ready? 24, Rome work built today, Mo. Doug, I think he's losing his mind. I didn't ask him anything about history. If he don't hurry up, we're going to miss the kickoff. Oh, he'll be along, Woody. He's just putting the finishing touches on his float for the post-game Bean Bowl Parade. And now he's doing his once-a-year changing of the apron. Well, I wish he'd hurry up. I can hardly wait for the kickoff tonight. I'm always excited about it. But now that I'm taking some graduate courses in foreseen aerodynamics at Tumbleweed Valley U, I'm even more excited than usual. Gosh, it should be a great game, all right, Woody. The Boomers have got their best team since back in the glory days when, when you were the quarterback. Old 747 Woody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. You know, the blasters from Yucca State, they ain't no slouches either. No, uh uh-uh. No, but you know, boys, as much as I love the game, my favorite part of the whole evening is really when they fire off that old Spanish cannon at midnight to celebrate the new year and commemorate the legend of Don Ricardo Probascas. Remember him? Yeah. Well, aside me, don't hurry up. That's all we're going to get to see. All right, all right, let's go. I got me a brand new apron on, my floats hitched up, and we're ready to roll. All right, boys, off we are to the Bean Bowl. Let's go. While the riders head into town in the Battle of the Bean Bowl, in the back room of the Dry Gulch Saloon in Tumbleweed City, two moral misfits named Slocum and Charlie are discussing their latest big and evil plans. So when Bad Bascom calls up, wants to bet 50 grand on the Tumbleweed Valley boomers, I took the bet. Whoa, boss. (laughs) 
We ain't got 50 grand, and Bad Bascom has nobody to fool around with. What if we lose? Can't happen, Charlie. Yeah? Why not? <laughs> you know the star quarterback, Armstrong? Jack, the all-American boy? Yeah. The one that's going to pitch for Cincinnati in the future? Yeah. What about him? Well, I'll tell you on the way. we got to get to the stadium before they kick off. Right. Come on. <laughs> Bean Bowl Stadium is packed to the rafters as everyone anxiously awaits the kickoff, and none more so than the dean of active sports broadcasters, Charlie Bill, and his sidekick and former all-American, Hormel Tuba. It's pigskin time in the Bean Bowl. Hello, everybody. This is Charlie Bill along with Hormel Tuba, and it's great to be here in Grand Rapids. Tonight. Well, we're in Tumbleweed City tonight, Charlie Bill. We sure are, and this stadium's going to rock tonight as the Tumbleweed Valley Boomers meet the Yucca Valley State Blasters. Hormel, how do you see these two powerhouses lining up? Oh, I suspect they'll be right across from each other, Charlie Bill. <laughs> Meanwhile, sneaking along the sidelines on the field below is a trench coat clad snake with a pencil thin mustache. And excuse me, kid, are you uh, Jack Armstrong, the All American quarterback, uh, future Cincinnati pitcher? <laughs> Yes, I am. What can I do for you? Well, I wonder if uh, I can have your autograph. <laughs> well, sure. What do you want me to sign? Do you have a football or something? No, uh, uh, sign this paper here, please. <laughs> well, where's that? Right here, uh, down there on the dotted line, next to the uh, notary seal. <laughs> oh, you take your autograph seriously, don't you, sir? Yeah. Press down hard, you're, you're making three copies. <laughs> three copies? Really? Yeah, I want to share it with uh, some people. <laughs> I see. Well, here you go, sir. Uh, thanks, kids, and say, congratulations. <laughs> well, what do you mean, sir? You just turned pro, and I'm your agent. <laughs> pro? Wait, come back here. Hey, what do you think you're the doing? spreads oh. like wildfire, and only moments later, just as riders in the sky take their seats near the 50-yard line, Charlie Bill and Hormel Tuba stun the capacity crowd with the news. Here's a news flash for you, neighbors. Jack Armstrong declared ineligible for tonight's game. He signed a professional contract moments ago and has lost his amateur status. What do you think of that, Hormel? Well, it just happened, and I really haven't given it much thought, Charlie Bill. <laughs> but Woody Paul has given it some thought. Hmm, gosh. Jack Armstrong turned pro? How could he do that just before the biggest game of the century? I don't know, Woody, but if you ask me, and you did, I'd say Jack Armstrong is not the kind of young man to do something like that unless he was tricked into it. <gasps> and there's only one man in this valley who's depraved enough to pull a dirty trick like that Slogan. What are we going to do about it? I don't know, Slim, but I don't have to know. Things have a way of working out around here. After the game, we'll conduct a very thorough investigation. Great idea, Ranger Doug. Thank you, too, Slim. It's that kind of thinking that's made me the idol of American youth. Here comes the kickoff. Yeah, the kickoff time, kick time at the Bean Bowl. Whoops, here's another news flash. The quarterback for the Yuccas. The Yucca, he's not going to play either. He flunked modern American movement. Declared academically ineligible. Wow. Hormel, both starting quarterbacks out. What do you make of that? I'll make for a dull game there, Charlie Bill, but it should have been an exciting game nonetheless. Here's the kickoff. While the crowd watches the opening kickoff, the news of the ineligibility of the Blasters quarterback is not sitting well with a certain sidewinder lurking about under the stand. Of all the rotten luck. Yeah, with both starting quarterbacks out, that makes it even again, boss. I guess it's up to the best team to win. As long as I'm around, Charlie, yeah. you stay right here and don't move till I get back. Where are you going, boss? I'm to forge a, I mean, take out a little insurance policy. <laughs> all right. Huh. 
<laughs> While Slocum goes about his dirty business, the game with both teams now lacking any offensive punch whatsoever rapidly turns into the most boring game in Bean Bowl history. Boy, as halftime approaches, you've got to say this is one exciting football game, right, Hormel? Right, Charlie. It's a nothing-to-nothing tie, Charlie Bill. Yes, a titanic defensive struggle. Listen to that crowd going wild. Now, this is exciting football. Back on the fit. Oops, clock expired. First half is over. The score is zip to zip. Well, uh, let's go down to the field for the big halftime show starring Riders in the Sky. Take it away there, Ranger Doug. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. We want to dedicate our halftime show to the folks down under, from Sydney to Melbourne, from Perth to Adelaide, and from Onslow to Cooktown. Here's There's a Blue Sky Way Out Yonder. Well, we get to march in formation, too, don't we, Ranger? We sure do. Shape of a bee. There's a blue sky way out yonder. That's a roof over my head. There's a blue sky way out yonder. That's a cover for my bed. And wherever I wander, wherever I may roam, there's a blue sky way out yonder. And it's calling me home. I'm tired of roaming around, mighty tired, mighty blue. Somehow I never have found any place like the home that I knew. There's a blue sky way out yonder, that's a roof over my head. There's a blue sky way out yonder, that's a cover for my bed. And wherever I wander, wherever I may roam, there's a blue sky way out yonder, and it's calling me home. Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio. Don't go away, Saddle Pals. We'll be right back with lots more Bean Bowl Serenade right after this short break. Riders Radio Theater is made possible in part by Bender Optical with two locations, Hyde Park Plaza and Ludlow Avenue in Clifton. Bender Optical is family owned and operated since 1904. Bender Optical, Saddle You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now back to Bean Bowl Serenade. 
After the great halftime show by Riders in the Sky and this short break, the Bean Bowl resumes and drones along through the third and most of the fourth quarter without the least bit of excitement. Then, with less than three minutes to go in the game, Slocum returns with his insurance policy, and things are about to take a dramatic and tumultuous turn. Boss, boss, over here. What's the score, Charlie? Still nothing to nothing, and there's less than three minutes left in the game. Great. That's all the time we need. You ever been to college, Charlie? Huh? Never mind. Sign your name to this admission slip. Huh? Make an X. Right. Congratulations, Charlie. <laughs> You're now a Yucca Valley State College student. <laughs> Thanks, boss. I don't want to go to college. I hate classes. You don't have to go to classes to play football, Charlie. Oh, right. <laughs> Here, put on the jersey and these pants. Here's some shoes, too. <laughs> yeah, what about a helmet? Well, that'd be redundant, wouldn't it, Charlie? Huh? Yeah, give the coach this admission slip, and when he sees how big you are, he'll put you in the game. Then don't let anything stop you from scoring a touchdown. Got it? Nothing will stop me, boss. Okay, get going. Oh, uh, your new name is uh, Jack Doofus. <laughs> Jack Doofus, right. Yeah. In a game as dull as this one, even a substitution creates excitement in the broadcasting booth. Holy cow, there's a substitution for the Blasters. The number is zero, and the name is uh, Doofus. Jack Doofus. Boy, he's a big one, Hormel. And get this, he's not wearing a helmet. What do you think of that, Hormel? Well, I don't think anyone should wear a helmet there, Charlie Bill. You never wore a helmet, did you, Hormel? No, I didn't, no. I didn't think so. Okay, play is ready to resume. The Blasters have the ball on their own 20-yard line. Here's the snap and a handoff to Doofus. He, he's got the ball the 20. He crashes through the line to the 25. Dupas is at the 30. He breaks two tackles and cracks through to the 40. He barrels across midfield and on into Boomer territory. He flattens two more Boomers. Now there's only one man between Dupas and a touchdown. It's pressure, man. T. The hardest hitting linebacker in college football. What a collision this is going to be. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's that Dupas is taking from his belt? Well, from here it looks like a 45 caliber revolver to me, Charlie Bill. That's exactly what it is, Hormel. He shot Man T with it. No, he missed. Well, if you're going to make that gunplay work, you've got to be able to hit the broad side of a barn. Man T makes for parts unknown, and the Doofus crosses the goal line. Touchdown! There's a penalty flag on the play. Let's go down to the field, listen to the referee. Well, the penalty's get... on you there, Dupas. Why, ref? Drawing a loaded revolver and shooting it. That's a defensive player. And what's what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that, Hoss, is it's against the rules. Yeah? Show me where it says that. All right, buddy, I'll do just that. Let me see here. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Well, there's nothing in here specifically about it. I guess nobody ever dreamed anyone would pull a gun and shoot it off like that during a college football game. But I'm sure the intent is there, though. I'll tell you about intent, Raph. I intended to score a touchdown, and I did. I also intend for that touchdown to stand. See what I mean? I guess so. I guess, I guess that's why there's no intent on pointing that gun at me. Right. Oh, okay. Touchdown stands I for now. I thought so. <laughs> Line up for the point after attempt. They're going for the point after attempt. Doofus is kicking. Jones is holding. Here's the snap. Jones gets the ball down. Here's Doofus's kick. He missed the ball. He didn't miss Jones. Caught him in the seat of the pants, and, and Jones splits the uprights. But the ball didn't. The kick is no good. Blaster six, boomer zip. With the last seconds of the game ticking away, it doesn't look good for the hometown boomers, a fact that riders in the sky are very well aware of. Gosh, Ranger Duck, was that last play legal? I don't think so, Too Slim, but I guess it stands for now. If 
Only the offense would catch on fire. Yeah, they need a spark plug like you, old 747, Woody. <laughs> you know, I did graduate early. I am still eligible. Well, you're probably out of shape. You couldn't play now. Oh, I don't know. I've been working out a little. Still got a little snap left in the old suit ball. Wow. Woody, I think destiny is calling. Huh? And it would be the easy way to sit back and say, I've done my part, but it wouldn't be the, the cowboy way. I'll do my best. Not a boy, Woody. With a steely-eyed determination, Woody Paul quickly makes his way to the field below. A few old-timers in the crowd take notice, and slowly an old familiar chant begins. And not long after that, the whole stadium gets the news that 747 Woody is back, and there's one last chance for the hometown boomers. Well, it's fourth down on the Boomers' own one-inch line. They have to go the length of the football field to score. Only ten seconds to play in the game. That's not likely. So trailing six to nothing. And all the lights, the party's over. Yeah, hold on. I think that's right. Hold on. Wait a minute. There's a there's a star from the past. Now in at quarterback for the Boomers. 747 Woody. I can't believe I'm seeing this. Listen to that crowd as he takes the field. <laughs> The roar from the crowd is deafening as 747 calls his bruised and battered team into the huddle. There's only time for one more play, and it had better be a good one. Okay, boys. We're going to run the old power around cornbread or square play that MIT made famous. Number 22, you're the primary receiver. Go out 10 yards, turn on 15-degree arc back to your linear equivalent, and slide down the angle of least resistance. The what? The left sideline. Gotcha. And make a five-degree cross-cut in their end zone. The ball will be there. Got it? Got it. All right, let's do it. Hey, all right. A tense hush falls across the crowd. It's crunch time at the Bean Bowl. It's going to take a miracle for the Boomers to pull this one out. I don't think I've ever seen this formation of you, Hormel. Oh, looks like one of the plays that uh, MIT made famous back when they were a pigskin powerhouse, Charlie Bill. Uh, there's the snap. 747 has the ball. Dupus is after him. He's going back, 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 back. I believe the primary receiver is number 22. Uh, looks like he just turned on a 15-degree arc back to his linear equivalent. Now he's sliding down the angle of least resistance. The what? The left sideline. Gotcha. Seven to power seven. He's let go of the bomb. It's going 100 yards. It's going. So going 22 has made a five-degree cross-cut into the end zone. And... The ball is there. Touchdown! And the Bean Bowl ends with 747 Woody being hoisted up onto the shoulders of his teammates and carried off the field, while the doofus slinks off to join his partner in crime, who is not happy. I was robbed. Right. How am I going to be able to pay off Bad Bascom? I was robbed, robbed, robbed. Wait a minute. There's an idea. They robbed me, I'll rob them. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. Where are we going? We're going to rob the box office. Right. Moments later, while the big bean float competition is taking place on the field below, the two miscreants creep up to the locked box office door. Okay, Charlie, get out your gun. Pull up your bandana, but let me do the talking. Right. Who is it? Hey, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's a ranger dog. Oh, just a second. <laughs> I didn't expect... <laughs> You're not Ranger Doug. Bingo, babe. Get back in there and get your hands up. <laughs> Charlie, uh, oh, I mean Bob. <laughs> Keep her covered while I get the dough. Who? You. 
Oh, I thought you said something about Bob doing it. Never mind what I said. Just keep her covered. Right. Oh, please don't take this money. It's for charity. Don't worry. We're going to give it to our favorite charity. The Home for the Morally Retarded. <laughs> right, Bob? Who? Never mind. Lock her in that room over there and let's get out of here. Right. Come on, Miss Marm. Get in there. You'll never get away with this. <laughs> they say that even the best laid plans of mice and men will go astray. Ones like this fall apart in a hurry. Since there was an open window in the room Miss Marm was locked up in, she was on her way for help before Slocum and Charlie even had their masks off. And the help she goes for is riders in the sky. Ranger Doug. What is it, Miss Marm? The box office has just been robbed. <gasps> Gosh, do you know who did it? Well, they had masks. But I'm certain it was Slocum and Charlie. If you say so, that's good enough for me. I'll, I'll notify High Sheriff Drywall and, and get Woody. Okay, Slim, they'll probably go down Concourse B to make their escape. I'll try and head them off. We'll meet you at the gate. Thus it is that only moments later, as Slocum and Charlie make their way down Concourse B, they find a little surprise waiting on them. Hold on, Charlie. Ooh. Oh, what is it, boss? Down there by the gate. It's Ranger Doug. I think yeah. he's on to us. We better split up and try to lose ourselves in the crowd. Right. Here, you take the money. Find a safe place to stash it until later. Yeah. Around midnight, when everybody's waiting to cheer in the new year, we'll get the dough and make our escape. I'll meet you then, down at the south end zone. Got it? South end zone. Got it. Yeah, see you then. Yeah. <laughs> Slocum and Charlie managed to elude capture and lose themselves in the crowd, just as Slocum planned. And just before midnight, while the winners of the bean float competition are being announced, they meet up again in the south end zone of the football field. And the winner of the first prize in the bean float competition for his 30-foot high statue of Gabby Hayes, made entirely of beans, Mr. Side Me. <laughs> Tell you what, just as the old Gabaroo would have said, Mom, now we're well, thank you, Mom, boss. Mom, Mom, boss. boss, over Mom. here. Oh, hey, we're just slamming, just stashed the dough. I got it real near us, boss. <laughs> in that old cannon right over there. Charlie, you idiot, they're gonna fire off that cannon in about one minute. What? They do it every New Year's Eve at exactly midnight, oh. which is 45 seconds from now. Oh. Ten seconds later, Slocum is boosting Charlie up in the barrel of the cannon. Ten seconds after that, Charlie is working his way down inside the barrel of the cannon, and ten seconds later, he's stuck in the barrel of the cannon. Charlie! Charlie! What's going on in there? And 15 seconds later, a torch is put to the fuse of the cannon, and two seconds after that, a 300-pound comet is launched into orbit. $50,000 rains down on the Happy New Year's Eve celebrants at the Bean Bowl. It would have been a disaster for the old cowboy's home if not for Ranger Doug's quick thinking. Hurriedly, he made his way to the broadcast booth and made the following announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, excuse me a moment. Let me be the first to wish you a Happy New Year. You may have noticed with the New Year came a rain of money. That money was stolen earlier from the box office here and rightfully belongs to the old cowboy's home of Tumbleweed Valley. It would be the easy way to line your pocket with this loot. No one would know but you. Yes, it would be the easy way, but it wouldn't be... The Cowboy Way! Oh, thank you, and again, Happy New Year! And so as everyone sings, all anxiety, all the citizens of Tumbleweed Valley slowly file out of the bean bowl, depositing the money that fell from the skies in big tubs conveniently placed at all exits. Well, all but one of the citizens. He stands off by himself, each foot carefully concealing a $20 bill. Well, I gotta get something out of this. Oh, 
Excuse me, Mr. Slogan. Yeah, what is it, Sheriff Trywell? I'm doing a cuff check here. Would you please stick your hands out in front of you? Ah, I never heard of this before, but okay. Yep, you need some, all right. Hey, those are handcuffs. What's the big idea? I'm arresting you for probably trying to steal all this money. Hey! What's that under each of your shoes there, partner? It's, a uh, gum. You know, arresting you is the best way I know to start the new year off right. And that most fittingly concludes Beanbowl Serenade. Now, everyone, please join us in singing for all anxiety. And for all of us, for all of you, Happy New Year! This is the VXU Radio Network. Writers Radio Theater is made possible by the Cincinnati Post. The Post delivers yesterday's scores, comics, the inside scoop on entertainment, and news from around the block, the world, and in between. Post subscriptions are available at 651-4500. At 59 past 11, it's now time for the... WVXU weather forecast, mostly cloudy early tonight and partly cloudy late and cold with a low of about 18. Tomorrow's